Hi, and welcome to the Your Good News Podcast with me, your host, Katherine Getty. Each Thursday, I'll give you the scoop on the good news coming out of Washington and how you can get involved with this thing called democracy. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News Podcast. Thank you so much for joining today. But I'm going to jump right in. The threat of a financial default remains pretty high in Washington and, well, frankly, the world. So have our elected leaders and their staff gotten any closer to a deal on the debt ceiling? Well, that's the news coming out of Washington. So I've covered in the last few episodes about the debt ceiling, but let's level set again. The debt ceiling in a simplified version is the nation's credit card. So it is the accrued debt. The accrued debt from both Republicans and Democrats that have voted for approved massive spending bills, some for COVID and some for other priorities. Nevertheless, as it stands now, the U.S. hit the debt ceiling earlier this year, and Congress and President Biden have yet to agree on the new level. So the debt ceiling is actually a law that has to be passed to raise the level of borrowing that we as a country can do. That level is important because the U.S. Treasury basically moves around all the money, makes sure everything is covered for against that level. So any default on the debt, which could be coming up as soon as June 1st, so when this episode comes out on the 25th, less than six days away, and it could have catastrophic impacts on the debt. I am recording as of Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I believe it is. So I want to get into what's happened since we last talked. I also want to say, what does a default actually mean for the economy? So let's start with that. A default would rock global financial markets. It would spur many investors to sell their stocks and bonds, and a sharp drop in those stocks would hit retirement or other investment funds across the board. At the same time, bond markets that determine all kinds of borrowing costs And those would go sharply higher if the U.S. defaulted. Other things that could happen if the U.S. defaults, social security payments may not go out, federal employees may not get paid. Both could be disrupted, potentially impacting care for older Americans on Medicare and those on Medicaid. It's a combined 158 million people either enrolled in Medicare or Medicaid, which is nearly half the U.S. population. A breach would also raise the borrowing cost of interest rates, so think credit cards. So you get the point. A lot of not great things if the U.S. defaults on their debt. But what has happened as of last week, in a nutshell, back and forth, stop and start, back and forth, stop and start, do it again. It has been, and I think we've all seen it in the news, a lot of we're getting towards a deal, negotiation stop. We're getting towards a deal, negotiation stop. That whole part of the process, very common. If you think back to really high stakes, so the last time we were in a debt ceiling crisis like this would be 2011. This is kind of how it goes. When there are big pieces of legislation in D.C., it kind of comes down to the big four. As a reminder, that's Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat of New York, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican of California, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat of New York, that meet with the president. So that big four is basically where the decisions are being made. 
you know, we can litigate another day how we should be working as a Congress to address our debt and spending habits. But well, it's parking lot that right now we have a dead ceiling debacle, as I've called it. Right now, that back and forth, stop and start, it's to be expected. It is a part of the political process. It is, though, from the outside looking in, a pretty scary concept. It feels like, okay, DC yet again is waiting till the last minute. You are, it's like you're on a group project and you're waiting for that last person to come actually bring their part of the project. It's not pretty while it's happening, but things in my mind, I think things are actually happening. As of Monday, like I said, I'm recording at around 7 p.m., word continues to trickle out that there has been progress, there has been baby steps. And I think that's, like I said, to be expected. These negotiations overlay the fact that President Biden had been attending the G7 towards the end of last week. So he flew to Japan to be a part of the G7 conference where Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky appeared on Sunday making you know pleas for more support in the Ukrainian uh, defense of their country against the invasion from Russia. So there's a lot of global things happening. And a lot of it also kind of is overlaid by the fact that our economy, the U.S. economy, has major implications around the world, hence the global catastrophe I spoke of earlier. There, this debt ceiling negotiations also hung over the G7. So the impact that this is having globally cannot be understated. And I know I've said globally about a thousand times today, which you probably don't expect when you're hearing from the good news coming out of Washington, D.C. But I think kind of giving you the context of what also is happening for the people that are in the negotiations, so for President Biden, is important. When the meeting today happened, so the meeting, I say today as in Monday, happened, this was following up on staff-level negotiations that have been occurring since last Tuesday. Those negotiations stopped and start. There was some movement. Maybe there's not movement. Maybe there is movement. But it's really important when you think about the dynamics of the fact that House Republicans, you know, Senate Democrats are going to approve whatever the president has blessed. House Republicans are not in the same boat. They have a different view of how we need to address our debt ceiling. So getting Speaker McCarthy and President Biden in the same room is really important at this point in the negotiation. So as of May 22nd, getting those two in the room, getting to the heart of maybe what are the differences is really, really important. So as of right now, there is still not a resolution, I would say, on the debt ceiling. This is going to come out on Thursday, May 25th, so more to come. If anything happens, I will record a special episode to give you an update on what's happening with the debt ceiling. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Orca News Podcast. I hope this helps break down what you've been seeing in the news, um, giving you context that this is super normal, that negotiations go back and forth. It's not comforting, but it is really normal in the Washington, D.C. paradigm. As always, tune into the Orca News Podcast to hear what's happening in Washington. I want to share with you, you know, the good that's happening in D.C., hopefully good, because I think it's important for you as you engage with our constitutional republic, this U.S. government. I thank you so much for your time. As always, follow me on Instagram at Catherine Getty. Subscribe to the podcast so that each Thursday or whenever I drop special episodes, 
it is in where you listen to podcasts. And as always, tune in next week to another episode of the Or Good News Podcast. Mm-hmm.